slip away. They change hand to hand. Cards break down. Grooves start to leak. Tights burst. Favorite sweater becomes frayed. Life is filled with change and even the most those things that are seemingly the most stable change. Mountains get worn down by wind and rain. Continents move and reshape. Even the sun in the sky, a symbol of complete stability, it too will come to an end. Our best science tells us that at some point, the sun will begin to all of the hydrogen it uses to burn as fuel. And as its fuel supply begins to run out, the sun will become a red giant type star, and it will expand to engulf Mercury and Venus and, and probably even Earth. Its size will cause it to become unstable, and it will have phases where it will eject large amounts of plasma relatively cold, white dwarf star, destined to eventually burn out. Now, as, as dire as this may sound, thankfully you have some time to get your affairs in order before this happens. You've got about five billion years, so use your time wisely. tells his disciples this morning, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. The star is falling from heaven. The powers in heaven will be shaken. Later goes on to say, heaven and earth will pass away. Things fall apart. a bad thing, is it? There are times where we desperately long for change. We long for, for one phase to end and for another to begin. When we are young, we long to move to the next wave. We long to grow up. We can hardly wait to be old enough to drive. We can hardly wait to things must pass. It's not always a 
bad thing if you do. You don't want to be wrong to change anything. There's sometimes fear of what will come along with it. Even when we are getting our hearts revived, we might fear the unintended consequences that come with that faith. Even with the best change, there's still a sense of anxiety when we part at the hip questions of what if, what about, will inevitably come along with it. There is always a certain amount of unknown and uncertainty that comes with being a pastor. You will not know what exactly will happen to your life. We will not be in complete control. All change reminds us venture to say that this morning's gospel lesson is all about change and the hopes and the anxieties that come from the end of things being. It's worth recognizing that we are listening in on Jesus mid-conversation. Before the section we heard this morning of this first three chapter of Mark's gospel, Jesus had been describing the destruction of the temple and of Jerusalem. He spoke to the disciples about what it will look like to be faithful in response to this coming destruction. He tried to give them courage and faith and hope in uncertain and crisis times. The destruction of Jerusalem is this discussion that we referred to at the beginning of the, the lesson from this morning after this suffering it is after that suffering that the sun and the moon will be darkened for Jesus's first listeners it felt like the change they were facing meant the end of the world and indeed in some ways it was for it was at least the end of a world an end of their a building or a city that is going to be destroyed, but a, but a central symbol of faith. The spirit of God's guiding power amidst all of this to change the parameters of our lives. Jesus is inviting them to step out beyond the symbol of Jerusalem and the temple and to embrace a deeper symbol. And he does this by using the prophets of old to do it. We don't necessarily have ears to hear it, but Jesus is invoking Isaiah and Ezekiel and Joel and Daniel in this morning's gospel lesson. He is invoking the prophets when he talks about the sun and the moon and the stars. He calls us back to Daniel when he presents this image of the Son of Man descending Bringing to the 
prophets of old, Jesus is, is reminding those first disciples and us about how faithful God has been, about how God kept God's promises. Jesus is reminding them that God is a words about God's peace will not pass. Jesus' words about God's forgiveness and mercy will not pass. Jesus' words about God's love will never pass away. Today we begin the season of Advent. It is a season of longing. It is a season of in Advent, we look back to the coming of Christ. We look back to see how God fulfilled God's promises in a, in a most peculiar way. That is, God's promises were fulfilled in the person and work of Jesus Christ. We look back in expectation of his birth, of his coming begin by looking forward to the second coming of Christ. Perfect justice, perfect peace will come. Oddly enough, this looking forward to a coming end is not so much about the season, as much as it is about and chances of this life, we have a poetic and metaphorical picture of where we are going. We can put all of this change into context because we know the Son of Man is coming in a cloud. That God's love for creation will be unchanged. We begin this season of of change, of the dread of change, and the hope of change. We have this gift of change. In the midst of things passing away, there is the God who creates all things, gives all things, and loves all things. Come what may, whether things change for the better or for the worse, 
moving out of that space busting all structures. And our task is to awaken God's abiding love and faithfulness every day and in every moment. Our task is to live our lives out of the space of this awareness 